Learn how to build your faith in God's word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's word to work for you. You find out that you are inevitably sowing seeds that you will always reap. So today, Matthew 25, Matthew 25, I'm, I won't read the whole story again because of, I believe we've read it. I'll just go to the, where, where the master returned. You know the story, he gave talents to three of three people. Talents there is money, but it can also be your gift or ability. It can be anything. The principle is the important thing, not what he really gave them. Okay, so, <clears throat> so let's go to verse 20. So the man who had received five bags of gold brought the other, I'm reading NIV, brought the other five. said, Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. He said, his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of what? Many things. He said, come and share your master's happiness. Okay? Verse 22. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two bags more or two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of what? Many things. He said, come and share your master's happiness. 24, the man who had received one bag of gold came and said, Master, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown, gathering where you have not scattered, scattered seed. So I was afraid, and I went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. So you knew that I harvested where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered seed. Now, Jesus was not saying he was like this. He was just quoting the guy. Okay, so, like you saying, okay, so I'm wicked, Abby. I don't know if you get it, guys. So it's always good to understand what scripture is saying. God is not wicked. Jesus is not wicked and all that. They are not trying to harvest where they have not sown. In short, they are trying to harvest where they have sown. So he was just quoting the guy. Say, oh... So I am wicked, Abi. So you say I'm lazy, I'm, I'm a hard man, Abi. Verse what is that? 26. His master replied, um, he said, um, yes, so you knew that I harvest where I have not sown, and I gather where I have not scattered seed. 27. Well then, you should have put my money on deposits with the bankers, so that when I, re- I would return, I would have received it back with what? Interest. So what, what it was telling the guy was that, okay, even if you were not going to multiply what I gave you, if you were not going to use what I gave you, he said, at least you would have played on the principle of time. You would have played on the principle of what? Time. He said, you would have taken it the way I had given you, put it in a bank, and they would give you interest on it. That interest is built on the structure or system of time. That means you are not working, you are not putting wisdom, you are not putting any abilities. You are just allowing time happen to the money. So in case there are people here that don't know, the lowest level of investment is um, time. I mean, investment is using money for time. So like interest they give you in bank, fixed deposit, mutual funds, things like that. All right? He said you would have at least used time. So Jesus was pointing us 
to one of the most common or basic resource that every human being has and it's called time. Let me tell you, neighbor, you have time. That's one of the resources that nobody can deny. Everybody has time. And he's saying, look, if you want more out of life, you must be able to use your time. Please, everybody, let's do a quick exercise. Imagine 10 years from now. Quickly in your mind, imagine you 10 years from now. 10 years. What, what, what year would that be? 2020, 2032. So imagine yourself 2032, guys. If you have a writing material, quickly write two or three things that will be happening in your life at that time. What you want to be at that time. 2032. 2032. <laughs> I know for many of you, it looks like a long time. It's not a long time at all, have you? When did Buari come in? Buari is existing next year. That's eight years. Thank God. <laughs> DSS, I'm joking. You know? you know, it was like joke like joke that we're doing change and all this thing. That Shea Baba, you remember Shea Baba? Oh, some of you are too young to remember Shea Baba. This, all these teenagers you are too young. But Shea Baba! Hey! I pity that guy that trekked from Lagos to... You don't get sense now. You don't come down. Say, Baba, we all believe that, you know, but Buari has already done his eight years, pretty, pretty much. You know, he's going to exit next year. So 10 years is not as long as you think. That's what I'm saying. So 2032, what, where will you be and what will be happening in 2032? What, how, how, I mean, what do you want to be by that time? Write how rich you would like to be. Don't write fake number. It's not joke. It's not as, ah, ah. No, I'm not talking about nonsense. Write what you really believe. <laughs> write what you really believe. It's not trial luck. It's not play. Right? If, you, if, if you're a business person, how, how will your business look like? What will the structure? Uh, what will the size? What kind of things do you want to be doing? If you're a career person, how far would you have wanted to have gone by that time? So if you know you'd have retired by that time. If you are single, will you be married by then? If you are married, would you still be married by then? <laughs> How many children will you have? What will the children be doing? What kind of school would they be going to? Pastor Makai, what did you say? You're thinking aloud. Isaac will be 18. Wow. That will be a grown man. Because Gotobi will be living in his own house. Abi? You can't be shouting at him anyhow. Married with his own children. <laughs> Ten years from now, my daughter will be 20. Eh? That's how I'll be 20. I will knock her head. All right. How rich you will want to be? How influential would you want to be in what you're doing in life at that time? Write it down. Okay. Hope you wrote good things. I said, hope you wrote good things. Hope you wrote big things. How healthy you'll be and all that. Great. This is something you can continue at home. The point is that you can be all those things if only you use time well. It's not, those things are not going to happen. So 10 years from now will come whether you prepare or not. 
so it's better to prepare. Most people underestimate time. They just think, no big deal. Either it's too close or it's too far. So they don't do anything. They're like this guy that said, I, I was afraid. So I, I just didn't do anything. That's what the guy said. They gave somebody five, gave somebody two. They all used their own. He said, I was afraid. I just didn't do anything with my own. And Jesus said, at least you could have played on the mystery of time. So time is one resource that God gives us to accomplish purpose. Time is the resource. Time is the only thing God gives everybody. There are many things you can complain you don't have. Listen, there are many things you can complain you don't have. In all fairness, everybody in Nigeria can complain they don't have an enabling environment. Am I correct? We, at least that one we all agree. We don't have an enabling environment. You can complain about that. You can complain that you don't have capital. Abi, business people here. I mean, our bankers are not really doing banking in the real sense of it. They don't give, they don't, they say they don't support startup. Who needs support? So they, they say they don't, they don't give money to people starting business, but they are running after people that don't need money to give them money. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So you can all complain you don't have capital. Please, very important. You can say, I don't have capital. Hey, you can say we don't have quality education. There are many things you can complain you don't have. You can say you don't have connections. I don't know anybody important. Is somebody gets what I'm saying? Ah, connection is a big resource. Oh. There are some people that know people that know people that, someone that, that know somebody everywhere. Whatever you need to say, I know somebody. Or I know somebody that knows somebody. So you can say you don't have connections. One thing you can't complain about is that you don't have time. It's a lie. And the thing that makes it sad is that the gift of time is a convertible resource. So the only thing between you and where you need to be is your use of time. You already have the time. It's your use of time. That's what is standing between you and where you need to be. It's the use of time. Time, they give all of us 24 hours every day. Can you imagine? No, if the poorest person on earth receives his own 24 hours every day. The poorest person on the earth receives the same 24 hours that the richest person on earth receives. That's the only thing they have in common. The richest man and the poorest man, the only thing they have in common is that they both receive a gift of 24 hours. Are you here, somebody? Everybody, all of you looking at me today, you receive a gift of the Lord. And guess what? You don't receive it once in a while. You receive that gift, what? Every single day. If you don't look anything like your dreams, you are simply a bad spender of your time. If you have more things you desire than more things you have, you are not yet managing your time well. It's a convertible resource. You can literally be anybody you want to be in the next 10 years if you use your time well. You can be anything you want to be. You can have anything you want to have. You can achieve anything you want to achieve. You can develop capacity you want to develop if you can use your time well. That's all. It's the use of time. It's just and the main gift, that we should, the main thing we should do with time, there are three major things. Number one, you should use time to learn. Use time to learn anything. Is that something you want? If you want to be a good cook, you can learn. If you want to be a good business person, you can learn. If you want to be a stockbroker, you can use time to learn. If you want to be a, 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 anything, anything you want to be, 
If you want to be a doctor, you can use time. I cancelled someone <laughs> that finished law, now also went to do medicine. Do you know how many years that would take to finish law, then go and start medical school? They are not even the same area. So you are going to start afresh. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Do you know you can do that even at this age? Because, and this person I'm talking about did not start, he first had a career in military. <laughs> so some people are using their time incredibly well. You, 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 in this same time that this person has done these three things, you've never done one thing successfully. It's about timing. It's not the environment. It's about how you use your time. Your business is not growing. You can use your time to improve your business. You will use your time. So, number one, use time to learn. Number two, use time to um, invest in yourself. So, if, for instance, you are in business, you use time to get mentors. Use time to learn the, the trade. It's time. It's time they will still give you. No matter what it is you need, it's time they will still give you. So we use time to learn. We use time to invest. We use time to practice. It requires practice. Whatever you are doing now requires some practice to become an expert. Requires some practice to become great. This is why when companies want to employ, they say they want five years experience. They are paying you literally for time. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? That's why you must make sure you are, the, time, the, the time you are spending so far, is it going to add up to something in the future? Is it going to count? Or you are just spending it in a way that it won't matter? When they unemployed, they say, I'm looking for somebody that has five years. So your experience matters. How you are using the time matters. Use it to practice. Use it to practice. Use it to practice. It now becomes part of your CV that I have done this for 10 years. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? That 10 years is not a physical asset. It's time, but it's something that can now enter your CV and now earn new credibility, earn new income. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So instead of focusing on how you can earn more, focus on how you can learn more. If you learn more, you will earn more. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? <laughs> Hallelujah. So determine what is the best use of your time right now. Your end goal is that you want to be more. So this means you want to earn more, you want to have more, you want to do more. So you need to go back and think and say, what should I be doing with my time? That's the real resource you have. What should I be doing with my time that can make me earn more, be more, do more? What should I be doing with my time today? I always find people that have muscles interesting. You know people that have muscles. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Put up big chest, six-pack muscle. I always find them interesting. Because I, I used to work out before. I don't know why that is funny. <laughs> you will tell me the joke later because I don't know why. I used to work out before. I used to, you know, have all those big chests and all that before. <laughs> okay. I think I'll stop saying that. <laughs> Stop. Let me move to something. Because <laughs> I suspect it's me you are laughing at. So, <laughs> so I know the kind of work, discipline, and time that requires. What? We used to go to the gym every morning. You must be there. 
And you have to do those exercises whether you are in the mood or not. And the bad thing about muscle is that just because you have it last week, very annoying, you know. You see, <laughs> just because you have it last week doesn't mean it's going to be there. You have to continue. That's the only way. One week of not doing it, everything starts dropping. By the time two weeks, one month, you will look almost the same before you started. So when I see people that have muscles and maintain, I'm saying, wow, this person is using their time to build physical muscle. Now, it's not altogether bad, but the question is, what will it do for you on the long term? If you're an actor and he's earning you jobs, then that's fine. If you're a gym instructor and he's earning you jobs, that's fine. If you're a normal human being <laughs> and he's not earning you anything, all he earns you that you can wear v-neck and fold your, your t-shirt. If that's, if that's all you're earning with it, mm, because that same time, hmm, if you build business muscle, if you even build spiritual muscle, because at the same time, if you can be praying every day, studying the word of God every day, as diligently as you're, as you're carrying uh, uh, 60 kg, as you're bench pressing and dumbbelling, if you can be praying that much, studying the word that much, you'll be a spiritual giant, and spiritual things move everything. Because the Bible says it that physical exercise profits little. It doesn't mean it's bad. It's just saying, considering the impact it will have, it's just a little area, your body. Physical exercise cannot profit you in your finance. That you have muscle doesn't mean you have money. It has no bearing. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. But spiritual muscle says it's profitable in all things. If you are spiritual, it will affect your relationship, your marriage, your business, your health, your soul. Everything will be affected once you have spiritual muscle. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So the real job in managing or using time, because you can't, you can't save time. You know, we use that term, but it's just a term. You really don't save time. All of us are going to spend our time. Your, your, your 24 hours, you can't save it and say, I'll add it to tomorrow. Say, I'm not doing anything much today. Let me keep my eight hours. Because tomorrow is going to be very busy. I'll add the eight hours to tomorrow. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. You must spend. So we don't really save time. We, just, we can only spend time wisely. We can't save time. And if you're getting what I'm saying. I think that's why a lot of people are struggling. If we could save time, many people that are jobless would just be saving their time. Saving their time. Then when I start working, I'm working one hour a day because I already have many time saved. Do you get what I'm saying? Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. If you are jobless, you, you must spend your 24 hours. So you can only focus on spending wisely, not really on saving. You can't save it. You can spend it wisely. So the real issue is determining what is the wise way to spend my time. Let's look at something in Ecclesiastes chapter 10. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 10. DJ, give me Amplified first. Ecclesiastes 10, verse 10, Amplified version. He said, if the ask acts is what? Door. And he does not sharpen its edge. Then he must do what? Exact more strength. But wisdom to what? Sharpen the axe. Helps him succeed with what? Do you see? This is profound. They're saying if the axe head is dull and it does not sharpen the edge, then he will generally use more strength. But they said the wisdom here is that wisdom to go and sharpen the axe. You see, you can have a tree, have the axe, and you might think the wisdom is to start early in the morning. 
So that, because I'm going to use more strength. So that for evening, I would have finished. That, that's somebody's wisdom. But they said the real wisdom you need in this case is a wisdom to do what? Some other person's wisdom can be to borrow two acts. So that if I do like it, I'll do like it. I'll do like it. No, 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 no. They say right here, the right use of wisdom is the wisdom to sharpen the edge. So today, you are going to pray the prayer that Moses prayed in the book of Psalms, that Lord teach us to number our days so that we can apply our heart to wisdom. Did you give me that scripture? So you need to pray that same prayer because it's not every use of time that is the wise use of time. When you see people that are at a certain age of their lives are still struggling, it's just a proof that they did not spend time well. He says, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts toward wisdom. How am I spending my time? And you ask, look, if you don't like where your life is, you have squandered a few. If you are 30 years old, you have squandered 30 years of time. If you are 28 years old, you have squandered 20. If you are 25, you have squandered 25. If you are 40, you have squandered 40 years of time. You can't deceive us. You squandered it. What did you use it to do? You are going to show us what you did with it. If you can't show us what you did with it, you squandered it. That's why just watching TV, except it's something relevant to your life. If you just watch it for watching TV's sake, you are squandering your time. And it's not as if relaxation is bad. Everything must just be in moderation. Some people, they are the champion of series and Netflix. Relaxation is not... I like, I like to watch TV. I like series too. But you just have to say, am I spending my time wisely? When you start your life and say, I cannot cook. When you were 25 and at 35 you say, I can still not cook. You've squandered time because you could have changed that narrative by how you use your time. Is somebody get what I'm saying? I cannot drive at 25. At 35 I still cannot drive. You didn't, you squandered your time. He said the wisdom is to sharpen the edge. Give me the message translation. I like the message translation of that Ecclesiastes 10.10. The wisdom is in sharpening. Look at this. He said, remember, the dollar, the axe, the harder, the work. He said, use your head. <laughs> Come on, tell your neighbor, use your head. He said, use your head. The more brains, the less loss. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, the more brains, the less muscle. Use your head. So the key is how you are spending the time. It's how you are spending the time. This is why I, 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 I totally detest people that spend their time gossiping about other people. Poor people spend their time talking about people. Just want to talk about who is doing what. This is why you are spending. You can never see a productive person doing that. No time for how somebody else is spending their time. You can't spend your time on another person. This is why everybody sees people that go and write negative comments on people's posts. It's just a, a, I mean, you left your life to come and read somebody's post. To write a negative comment. I mean, you don't have anything going on in your life. You would never see the most productive people talking about people. No time. So much is on their plates to focus on who is not doing something the way they want it. Is somebody get what I'm saying? So the real key here, use of time is about the capacity. What are you using your time for? You need to ask yourself, that's your dream, 10 years. You want to be top in your field. You want to be top in your field. What certifications, what degrees do you need to have to be top in your field in the next 10 years? That's what you should be asking yourself. So that should be the best use of your time than watching TV or, or playing. Doing online courses if you can't go there physically. Doing part-time courses. You say, I want to, this, this, this is where I need to be qualified to, to be at the top of my game. 
Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I have to read and read and read. I have to do online courses. I have to do all those things to make sure I'm at the top of my game. I don't want to be anywhere that's talking about my field and I can't give a good answer. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So you must study like that. Say study to show yourself approved. Which field? Sometimes it's not even paper work that you need to do. It might be relationship work. That might be the, if you want to be governor, you want to be a politician in the next 10 years, there's what to be doing now to be that thing in 10 years. You don't just come in. I always laugh when I, election time is always a funny time for me. You see people that have not been in politics just come and say, I want to be president. I'm just laughing. You just want to waste your time and money. It doesn't, even in America, that is even a very, um, in, in quotes, quite fair playing field. How many times have you seen somebody that was not a senator before or a governor before become president in America? Except for Donald Trump, who was already in the corridor of all those boys were his boys. So if you remove Donald Trump, in the history of America, most people that become president have either been senator before or governor before or vice president or something before. I get what I'm saying. Because you need to pay your dues, guys. So when I see jokers just come from somewhere, I'm the president. Up where? <laughs> of a uh, Alaba Trade Association of what? Even to win a Dumota Association of Alaba, it's, it's, a, it's not a joke. You've not put any groundwork. Say because I have a good portfolio and a good, uh, what's that thing they read? <laughs> I have a good manifesto. Nobody votes manifesto. People vote people that they know and they trust and they like. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Nobody votes. All of us copy the same manifesto. Who cares your manifesto? The same story they are going to tell you. It's people we vote. So I'm tired of, of jokers coming and saying, I'm the president. Of where? Of where? And check the history. Everybody that has come out like that, they don't even get up to 20,000. Those are the kind of votes they have in the whole country. I just laugh. What are you talking about? You're wasting your time and money. Come and win local government. Let's see you. Come and fight here. Even that will be tough, but at least it's ground battle. Come and win, come, come, come and win counselorship. Then, when you win it, do so well that you have CV. Just come out. I want to be president. Of where? Even America, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen like that. Because it's machinery. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying, guys. So I'm tired of all these people just coming to say, and they, they know book, just that they know book too much. Because too much book can't help you in politics. I get what I'm saying. In fact, to even win politics, you don't even have to know book at all. If you check the history of Nigeria, you don't even have certificates. You don't need all those things. You just need to know people. If you know people, you can rule. And all you need to do is to know who knows about uh, electricity. So this is the minister of works. Is he working works? Be working it. God bless you. I don't have to know anything about it. And when it's time for speech, he will tell you what to say. Say, sir, your excellency, say we are commissioning 20 borehole. 20? Good. We are commissioning 20 borehole. Right? Yeah. He doesn't know, doesn't know anything about it. That's not what press, that's not what leadership is. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So if you want to be something useful in 10 years, what are you doing today about it? And you can be it. If you want to be governor, you want to be um, a high player in politics today, you go and start today and start laying the foundation. I hardly see those guys putting the work. And you notice, immediately after the election, they go back to their normal life. Because it was never really their dream. It used to happen to me a lot when MTN started marathon. I've shared this story many times. When MTN started marathon, 
I said, give me one million naira. Those days, one million naira was a lot of money. Big money, one million naira. MTM Marathon. When they announced it like this, next day in church, my church members will come differently. Say, Pastor King, I'm going for MTM Marathon. I'll win the one million and I will bring my tithes. Some people think they bribe God with those things. I'll bring my tithe. Trust me, one million was a lot of money that time. That tithe will help the ministry. But I know they won't win. Yes, it's not doubt, it's reality. But as a pastor, I have to pray. Because my job is not to tell you you won't win. Say, in Jesus' name, God goes with you. I didn't say you win. God will go <laughs> so that you won't die on the road. Because you can't win. You can't win. People confuse supernatural with spirituality. So because they, they, they confuse supernatural with, you know, uh, magic. Because in our idea of supernatural is something just coming out of nothing. That's our idea. See, planting, farmers that plant corn, one corn, and it grows into a full tree. That's miraculous. But you see, we don't want that. That's not what we think. What we are thinking of the miraculous is that I plant nothing. I just wake up. I match the ground three times. And pour oil. That's our idea of, 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 of supernatural. No, that's not it. God runs this world more by principles than by prayer. God is more a God of principle than he is a God of prayer. We just want to relate to him as a God of prayer because we are lazy. He is a God of principle. You can't run 8 billion people by prayer. As in everybody bring your prayer request. That's how we run the earth. No. God runs this earth. That's why unbelievers also enjoy this earth without prayer. Because the earth is run largely by what? Principles. If I believe I want to have children, all they are going to do is to have sex. Now, prayer can be needed when the sex doesn't now produce the children. Then we now start looking for what's wrong. But ordinarily, see children everywhere, having children everywhere. Even unwanted pregnancy, even abortions, it's going on. Because the principle of production or reproduction is sex, not fasting. So, so God runs the earth more by principles. Not by prayer. God is more a God of principles. This doesn't mean prayer is not good. Prayer is good. Prayer is necessary. In fact, as a believer, you should know that you need fellowship with God to be sane in this mad world. So prayer is necessary. Don't get me wrong, but you can't be thinking your real advantage is just that prayer won't do what I need to know. Prayer is supposed to be the icing on the cake. Prayer is not the cake. So you, 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 you don't pray. You just go to your farm. Just, you don't even clear it. That's not how it works. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, so, what should I be doing with my time now for that thing I wrote down that I want to be in 10 years? What should I be doing? I study all those in my field. I study all those in my career. How did, what did they do? What are they doing? Like I said, so check those things. We talked about review. Review your life. What's bringing increase? What's bringing decrease? How are people, the big players in your industry that are legit? How are they doing it? You need to know by now. And you should be on your path to it by now. Don't just wake up. I want to be president. Who do you know? How do you know it's five? Number 500. My church member has seen up us. Because people that win the marathon didn't start practicing when they announced the prize. Those people have been practicing before MTM Marathon and they will continue 
after this, this. But you see those guys that want to win the one million, after they lose the one million, they go back to their normal job. This is how people live. They just want money. Build a pathway. Just go to people's houses. Make your order for your water. Cool water here. Clean water. Bucket of water here. They were supplying people. They didn't see the other guy for months. By the time the guy came back, he came back with an engineering crew. They put pipes from the, from the river to the town to spread to people's houses. So without stress, he was making the money without killing anybody. The person that started first looked like he knew what he was doing. But that was not the right use of time. Say, so if you don't sharpen the axe, you will use more strength. And the key is that you are going to get older at some point. You will not have that strength. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So you must keep asking yourself, how can I do more with less stress? He said, use your head. More brains, less muscle. Check how you are making money now. Will you have this strength in the next 10 years? How can you make the same money or more money with less effort? That's what you should be asking yourself today. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's what you're asking yourself today. How can I make the same money with less effort? I saw something somewhere that I liked. Four Ds of time management. I'll do that and we'll just pray this morning. We're also dedicating my books today. Uh, <laughs> praise God. Can I have uh, one of each? Um, for those of you that have been coming to our, um, like the women's meeting and all that, you already have these books, or at least you've seen it. Just one of each is okay. You, no. Just, yeah, yes, thank you. You've already had these books, but for some of you, I know you don't have it, so we're going to formally dedicate it today. And um, I'll also be available to do book signing for those that like that kind of thing outside and take pictures. If you like. So, we'll do that. So, that uh, four Ds of time management I saw somewhere and I liked it. So, number one, they say if you're going to learn how to manage your time. Remember, you can't save time. You can only spend it wisely. Number one, they say do now. Do now. That means stop procrastinating things you can do now. If there's something you can do now, just do it now. Because procrastinating will not really make it better. You are just piling up for tomorrow what you could not do today. So it's not, you're not saving yourself any time by pushing something you can do now to tomorrow. So ask yourself, this task, can I just do it now? Can I just quickly make that phone call now? Can I quickly send that message now? I might not feel like it, because that's the problem. We don't feel like it. Say, Let me wait till I feel like it. No, 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 no. Can you just do it now? If you can do it now, do it now. You are opening up your time. All right? Do it now. Can I just make the call? Can I uh, uh, send the message? Can I send the email? Can I read this article quickly now? Can I just do it now? So there are four Ds. Second D, delete it. There are some things you just ought to delete. If your six-pack is not adding to your six goals, delete it. <laughs> This park in Africa. <laughs> Our work structure doesn't permit such. Except you're a movie star or entertainer. Yes, you're an entertainer and you're a singer, you want to put your shirt on show. Let guests be shouting. That's fine. He's earning you money. He's earning you full of his work. Not that you have normality, a banker, and you still want to have six pack. You need to open six new accounts to help your business six pack. Six pack come. <laughs> mm-hmm. Delete it. There are some things you have to remove from your schedule totally. Delete it. You're a champion Netflix member. They know you. They send you all updates of new movie and new series. <laughs> How many can you watch? So if you take it to Pasna, I'm the only one that have not watched this thing. And so what? Say the new movie, I'm among the first to watch it. Thank you 
first watcher of Africa. Those things add no real value to you, sir. Those guys acting in movies are getting paid. He said, I missed the match. Watch highlights. Watch highlights. Six minutes compared to one hour, 21 hour. How, many, how, much, how long is a full match? One hour, 30 minutes. And something you can watch in six minutes. All the time they are passing by in their own post. Do you want to see? Is they adding anything to you? What you want to see is the goals and the important parts of the match. Abi? They, they've cut it to six minutes. Highlights. So I, don't want to, I don't want to miss the match. Are you Arsenal fan? What are you missing? There's nothing you are missing. <laughs> Let me round up, Abeg. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So number two is what? Delete it. There's something. See, any friend that just sits you down to talk rubbish. Delete it. Him or her, delete it. There are some friends like that. They just call you to gist. They don't call you when there's business opportunity. They don't call you when there's creative idea. They just call you to talk about somebody every day. And long, useless talk that lasts hours. Do you know those same hours you could have converted it to something? To say I don't have a job in this day and age is the height of laziness. You can start a new career in one week. Full new career. And the way life is now, you can even live in Nigeria and work in the UK. So you are lazy if you are telling me you don't have money. I have so many children that are earning dollars now. They live here, they work abroad. Many of them in church here. I say, no work in Nigeria. Who is you? you are the one looking for work in Nigeria. Go on, you can learn a new trade in one week. If you are serious. All you need is time. Come and tell me now that there's no work. So delete some rubbish, friends. Delete no rubbish conversations. Just want to talk rubbish. Delete it. Number three, delegate. Delegate. So there are some things that you should not be doing now for yourself. Delegate it. Who can do this thing? And like they say, you can delegate upwards, sideways, or downwards. You can delegate to a higher person. This is what he should be doing. You can delegate to a sideways, your contemporary. You can delegate to your subordinates. Delegate downwards. Sometimes even delegate to God. Say, God, this one passed me. He passed my level. You handle it. All right? And sometimes delegation is not abdicating. It's not running away from the job. You might need to check on what they're doing. Because people do what you inspect, not what you expect. So you might need to check on them. Sometimes you might need to train them. That might be the investment of your time. For instance, if you have a new house help, the time you used to train them is, is important. That's how you, get, you now used to gain more time when you don't have to follow them up. But if you don't train them, it means you have to always be checking them throughout. You're going to waste your time that way. Or if you have a new staff, same thing. All right? So delegate. Some, of you, some things you are holding on to, you have no business being the one still doing those things. You have no business being the one washing and ironing your clothes now. Delegate it. You have no business being the one driving yourself now. Delegate it and use that time for something. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Delegate it. Delegate it. All right? If you, if you find out your time is being choked, these four things will help. Do some things immediately. Delete some things totally. Delegate some things. And last one, defer some things. All right? You can actually defer some things so that your time won't be choked. That way you can focus on what is more important. So you're asking yourself, which one will bring me more impact? Among the four things I need to do, which one will impact my life solidly? So focus on that one. When that one starts to work, it will give you the capacity to delegate the others. Somebody getting what I'm saying? When you, when you make money or you earn more or you become higher in your field, you will have staff. You can pay staff. So that way you can now gain more time because you can delegate things. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? And when it comes to delegating, 
Know the things you can delegate and the things you can't delegate. There are things you should, should never delegate. There are things you must delegate. All right? If it's cooking for your family, somebody else can cook. If it's uh, sleeping with your husband, you can't delegate that one. <laughs> you have to do that yourself. So, there are things you can't delegate. There are things you can't delegate. Spending time with your spouse in companionship, you can't delegate that. All right? You have to talk to them. Raising your children, you can't delegate that. Nobody will care for your children like you. So you must put your eyes there. So, you know, you must plan your time. What is more important to me in the next 10 years? And I'll do it. Have you been blessed this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's rise to our feet. Let's, before I dedicate these books, let's pray like Moses prayed. Everybody rise up, rise up. Let's pray like Moses prayed. He said, Lord, teach us to number our days so that we will apply our hearts to wisdom. 10 years from now is not far. I want to be able to see you 10 years from now and see you exactly in those dreams that you've written out. Can you take one minute to just talk to God this morning? Father, teach us to number our days so that we can apply our hearts to wisdom. Teach us how to effectively, effectively use our minds effectively use our time effectively apply wisdom the right wisdom to the task ahead let's know when to sharpen the axe let's know when to sharpen the axe so that we will not use more strength Lord what should I be doing now for my goals for 10 years to come to pass what should I be doing now Come and pray. Makada. I don't know if you have wasted your first 20 years. I don't know if you have wasted your first 30 years. But trust me, the next 10 years can make a difference. The next 10 years can make a difference. Makata lagada. Libra sata lagada baha. Limbrada sakata legeborada. Lord, how can I invest my time? Makada, what can I learn? What experience can I gather that will be useful in the next five years? Mahanerere Mosakadaya, Zibrada Satala Kabaya, Lambrada Satala Bamabrada Sata, Ika Satala Radaba. Teach us the number of our days. Come and pray, somebody. God is giving you wisdom on what to do from this week that would change your life. That will change how you use your time. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I bless everyone under the sound of my voice. I decree that you will give us the wisdom to manage our time. Like Moses prayed, Lord, you will teach us to number our days. We will use the days of our youth wisely. So that in the old age, we will enjoy the benefits of wisdom. Lord, direct our steps. Help us remove every time waste around us. Everything that is eating up our time. Let it be removed from us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because we dedicate those dreams of the next 10 years. Lord, we, we know that with you, we will even exceed those dreams in the next 10 years. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And Lord, we lift up these two books. We dedicate them. We ask that they go around the world and change lives. 
souls will be touched by these books in the mighty name of Jesus. We dedicate the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and the name of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, give the Lord a big hand. Give the Lord a big hand. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, um, we have one or two minutes. Um, Pastor M will come and just one, one minute talk about these two books, one, one minute, then do another announcement. Let's hands together for Pastor Mildred as she comes up. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> to be honest, I think Pastor K just wanted me to come up. Okay. <laughs> um, please be seated just a minute and then we'll take the announcements. Um, so these two books are essential for everyone. Um, this one, Seven Things I Badly Want to Tell Women, um, are things that will change your life. To be honest, they will change your life. Maske talks about everything, everything that is important, from making your own money to setting standards. These are things that he has wanted to tell women for over 25 years of counseling women. So I believe this is a book you should get. This book is actually a giveaway, if you ask me, because it's two books in one. So how to know if she really loves you and how to know if he loves you. So it's two books in one. Um, practical things. Not just over-the-top practical things. Does he pay attention to you? Does she spend your money anyhow? Like really, really practical things. So go out there and get it. And don't take, don't, I mean, take advantage of the fact that we have a gift in the house. These are things that people are rushing for outside. In your own house, don't miss it. So please get the books. They'll be outside. Pastor will be available to sign them. God bless you. God. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.